there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. VSIN is now on the air in Nashua, New Hampshire, northern Massachusetts, in the outskirts of Boston on VSIN Radio 106.3 WFNQ. Listen to VSIN 247365 for free in HD Radio 106.3 FM. Welcome aboard. A couple of big games tonight in the playoffs NBA and the NHL. And now the Celtics are taking money. I'm not surprised by this. It's at eight and a half. I don't know how much higher that number can actually go before the market is going to see some resistance. Uh, if this thing touches 10, Paul, I don't think it will. But if it touches 10, do you not have to take that? It's crazy. Heat? Crazy. I am surprised because we live and breathe, and this is what we've watched for two years. They, have, uh, they rarely play up to their power rating. They haven't done it in, in this year's playoffs. Uh, Gary Washburn, who covers the team in Boston – had a great tweet about this team might be sick and tired of pretending that they like each other and they get along. I thought that was interesting. That looks uh, exactly uh, what it feels. Yeah, yeah, that's about exactly chemistry. right. So the last two years in the playoffs, Boston is 10 and 11 at home. They're 13 and 7 on the road. And a lot of those to save the season. Game 7 in Miami. Game 6 in Milwaukee. Uh, save their season game six in Philly this year. The last two years, those are huge. Right. Enormous well, wins on the road. I don't want any part of Boston at home. So I am surprised at the money. Uh, the, heat, uh, the Heat are feeling uh, great. They're just, okay, let's not turn the ball over, and maybe we can actually knock down some threes in this game and how bad the second half went for them uh, in game four. But it's just you can't get away and ignore the fact this is a horrible team at home in the playoffs. 10 and 11, not only 10 and 11 straight up, how many times were they laying eight points or more? Right, right. Okay, so here is why, I'll explain why I'm not surprised, based on how this series has gone and some history here with the point spread, right? 
Remember when they lost outright in game one, they were laying a similar number. So then in game two, they were bet up to double digits. Why? It's because the narrative said they have to win this game. They're going to bounce back when the home team loses game one. It's been automatic over years. Well, it wasn't in this case. And then when they dropped the first two, they opened up two, two and a half at Miami. It was the same thing. They have to have this game, right? They need it to stay alive. Otherwise, you can't possibly drop down three games to none and come back and win a series. That was bet to four and a half. That was a mistake, I thought, by the market. And then they were blown out and they were quit. And guys like Stan Van Gundy were on the broadcast saying the exact same thing on the air. And then it kind of flipped because we don't see that in a game three. There was no injury. They went from a four and a half point favorite to a two point or a one and a half point dog Uh because of how they looked in the second half. And that was just because people figured, and you got to put a number on this thing, people figured that they quit on the season, so that was going to carry over to Game 4. I saw people suggesting that, you know, they throw this around a lot. Vegas has no idea what they're doing. They People who don't really live in this racket thought the Heat should have been a much higher favorite in Game 4 than what they were. Like, I'm talking about five, six, seven-point favorites, which would make no sense because they would have gotten buried with all Celtics money. So now they won that game, and it's like, uh uh-oh, they can actually maybe do this, and it's back to, you know, the opener of 7.5, and and then this team taking money all the way to 8, 8.5. It's been this way, other than Game 4, the entire time. That's why I'm not surprised by this. Dogs got the money every game. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. From a standpoint, the total standpoint, it's 215.5. Game 1, there was 237 points scored. Game 2, 216. Game 3, 230. The last game, 215, and the Heat dribbled it out instead of shooting on the final possession. So it's been, uh, I don't don't want the under, I'll tell you that. But it's one thing to say, yes, are the Celtics going to win? They got to do it by nine points? Mm. And not with my money. But I found this breakdown intriguing. So we know it's your 0-150 all-time in the NBA playoffs when you're down 0-3. But how many times... Has this scenario occurred with what Boston is facing tonight? Where you lose the first three, you win game four on the road, and now you come back for game five. That's only occurred three times. So actually, people are talking 0-150, how the scenario is right now where it's now 3-1. It's 0-3 all time with what Boston is facing, where you fall down 0-3, but you, the team would win game four on the road, and then they return home for game five. 2010, Orlando and Boston. 2005, the Spurs and Suns. And 1969, the Celtics and the Sixers. Huge favorite tonight. Same thing would happen in game seven. But I want to see this as a sports fan. I want to see the pressure all shift to Miami in a Saturday night game in game six, knowing could they be the first team to blow this in the NBA? And could another team from Boston do the impossible? Well, and I'll use what's going on in the last 10 days in the conference finals of the NBA and the NHL. Again, the Panthers were 15-1 to to sweep the Hurricanes. That's a 6.3% chance. The Nuggets were around 12 or 14-1 to to sweep the Lakers. That was a 6.7% chance. The Knights were about 10-1 to mm-hmm. 
to sweep the Stars. If they win that game tonight, that was a 9.1% chance to sweep Dallas in the NHL. And the Celtics, when they dropped three games in a row, they were plus 575 at one book here in Las Vegas. That's a 14% chance to come back and win the series. That's double the chances the Panthers had to sweep the Hurricanes and the Nuggets had to sweep the Lakers and 5% better than what the Knights were to sweep the Stars. So this is happening in all these other sports and it's different because they dropped the first three so then the pressure builds and people assume that you can't, can't come back from a 3-0 deficit. Well, look how difficult it is to sweep teams in general at those higher numbers and they're all pretty much cashing. So that would be my comeback to that. As for how I approached the game last night, Paulie, I've been mentioning this on the air for a couple of weeks. Got to find ways to maybe bet against the A's. I parlayed Seattle last night with the Celtics on the money line. Mm -hmm. That ticket is live, and I'm thinking about doing it again. That was about minus 128. I'm thinking about adding more of that today and betting the, the Mariners again on a parlay with the Celtics just to win it outright. Because you're right, I don't want to lay eight and a half points with this team, but to win the game outright and to get creative, I would consider maybe doing that a little bit more today. The other angle is, can Miami finish the job? This doesn't happen in the NBA. It's only the second time an eight seed has made the conference finals, and they were 150-1 to to win it all when the playoffs started. And God knows what it was when they lost to Atlanta in the play-in. But then they were 60-65-1 to to win the East as well. So that's one game, one win away from cashing. This just doesn't happen where you see long shots. It's a best of seven. The better team's supposed to win. But a lot like Florida, they take out Milwaukee in five. Knicks actually gave them a tough fight. But imagine if they – this would be totally Boston to sum up the season if they lost at home tonight. Going back the last couple of years and what's happened. Yeah. Um, but you have to look about, uh, worry about Vincent's ankle. The uh, How close to 100% is Lowry. But I know Butler and the guys are confident. They had 16 turnovers in the last game. And Boston was, uh, what was it, plus 30 from three. And they won that. So Boston loves to shoot the three and that incredible number when they're 40% from three. It's now 36 and two on the year. Yep. So we'll see how that plays out tonight. Uh, Derek White is two and a half again. He has gone over that five of the last six games. Yeah, the over is, again, plus money. Yeah, he's averaging three made threes mm-hmm. in this series alone in the first four games. I don't see a number on Grant Williams yet. He's averaged 2.33. By the way, he's shooting 64% from downtown in this series. Tatum, now he's taking 7.33s per game. He's averaging 2.3 makes. His number, again, is three and a half tonight. Yeah. And the over is plus 125. To me, he's a stay away because he could be Brick City the entire game or he can go for 45. So I can't, I, I don't know what Tatum we're going to get in this spot. Also, uh, what do you want to do with Duncan Robinson? I don't see him on the board yet. This, his number will come out later on in the day. Duncan uh, Robinson is averaging two makes per, per game in the series. Kevin Love over one and a half threes is plus 185. He nailed that over, I think it was right away in the first quarter. In game four. And with the uh, the Vincent injury in that ankle, it's two and a half tonight for him. Gabe Vincent averaging 2.8 makes per game, but again, came up a little uh, gimpy. Mm-hmm. That did not look pretty. That no. happens all the time, though. I mean, that's happening no. like on a daily basis in this sport. Overtime is 15 to 1. Largest lead of the game is 18 and a half. 
I got to take that under. I'll probably lose, but I got I got to take that under. 18 and a half and combined threes 27 and a half mm-hmm. for the game tonight. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm a little concerned about Brogdon now, too. He's at nine and a half. And who knows what Missoula is going to do with the rotation and what he's going to do. I mean, it's like he's throwing darts out there and it's a guessing game. The other thing I didn't like, again, did you see after a key timeout in the last game, it's Marcus Smart talking to the team and about what to do? No, I did. I, mean, I did, because he's the one who originally said, don't let us get... He copied the 2004 yeah, right. Red Sox. Millar, right. Uh, I mean, these... Because Vincent and, and Martin have been so good shooting the ball in the conference finals, but now if you have a guy who's banged up, but some of these other... You're right. I don't know about Robinson. I don't know about Struess. One of them could go off. Both of them could go yeah. off. Maybe they struggle, but there was... I, I know Miami feels confident because they just played a lousy second half and uh, yeah. that 18 to nothing run after they were up nine points in the third quarter. I'm also looking, if anybody sees an Aiden Hill prop for tonight, uh-huh. um, how many saves he has. I don't see it available. Tweet us, please. At VSIN Live at Mitch Moss Radio at Pauly Howard. Going back since game three against Edmonton 24, 29, 32, 38, 33, 26, and 34 saves. Guy's been awesome. Yes, six and one. We'll dive a little bit deeper into some of these first five numbers in baseball next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Betting splits another way. We're here to help you make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Today's Major League Baseball card, it is getaway day in this sport. I'm a little surprised at some of the betting numbers that we'll get to coming up uh, momentarily. First of all, uh, some of the first five numbers. We went over the ROI yesterday, and we had uh, Kevin Rogers on 30 minutes ago from Vegas Insider. 
He had some great K numbers, also has some really good first five numbers as well. When the Rangers score one run or more in the first five, they're 26-2-1. They're also 12-1-2 versus lefties Wow! in the first five. Boston against righties, 2-10-2 on the road. And the Mets are 1-9 versus lefties in the first five in the, in the last 10 games that they have played. The Detroit Tigers are 13-3 to the over in series openers, first five, combining for five runs or more 13 times in that stretch. And Houston is 12-1-4, last 17 when scoring one run or more in the first five. Some very good numbers there. The Atlanta Braves ones are staggering. 13-1 against lefties? Yeah. And 26-3-3 when they get two-plus runs? That's almost every game then. Look at that. That's right. And how about the A's again? Yep. 0-15-1 last 16 games? Now, actually, I think, check that. It's 0-16-1 last 17 after yesterday. Oh, oh, God. They've lost 16 of 18 overall. Oh, is it so bad. And another game by just several runs yesterday. Yeah. So I looked during the break. I told you that uh, I bet the Celtics money line yesterday along with the Miller, by the way. We can expand on him in a second. The, The rookie for the Mariners lights out again. And yes, it counts. I know it was Oakland, but they're still considered a big league team. So I parlayed those two teams, have that going into the Celtics tonight. If you do a Mariners and Celtics money line parlay tonight, it's around $1.15 or $1.18. Gilbert goes for the Mariners, and he's getting Sears for the A's. This is just out of control with, with the A's. Yep. We're, we're, we're laughing at some of these numbers about how their updated win total on Monday was 48 and a half. And you said yesterday they were on pace to lose 130 games. I had to laugh. That was my natural reaction. Well, what if they do lose? I mean, is losing 120, 125, maybe 130, is that really that far-fetched? Are we sure they're going to put a good product on the field when they come here? Of course not. I mean, not. are we sure? Why would, yeah, this is ridiculous. Why what, would we be transpired. sure that? I know. Again, they, they just should have said, go away. Uh, no one wants the A's, but this is right. Uh, to lose 130 games and the run differential... With a couple of those wins being comeback wins, how about the day, the record in day games, one and twenty, added up. Oh. It's just, it's just atrocious every which way but loose. Um, some other cool props today. Will there be a grand slam? Yes, plus one fifty. Will there be a no hitter? Eighteen to one. And he went deep last night. The updated Otani numbers to win the Cy Young and the MVP nine to one. That's a that's a sweep for the Angels against the Red Sox. Playing pretty good ball. Much needed, right? They've won four in a row too. But you talked about it during the break and when, when Kevin was on. How is Blake Snell a dollar seventy-five? Hey, They're one and eight when he starts. He's one and six with an ERA of almost six, and they're just—they're not playing good ball at all, and they continue to lose series. Uh, and he's going against Irvin, and the Nats have been feisty. So full marks to the Nationals, who I thought would be a dumpster fire. That hasn't been the case. No, nope. he can't be a dollar seventy-five. Come on, I'm going to find the highest number that I can see in the market right now. I see. Almost a dollar ninety right now on Blake Snell. Oh my God, that is ridiculous. Now they might win the game. They could win this game seven nothing. I don't. It doesn't matter. He cannot be laying up to upwards to a dollar ninety. You're right. The Nationals' win total was. I mean, they were expect. Right, the expectations were basically a mm-hmm. hundred losses again this year. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. Mm-hmm. And by the way, guys like Patrick Corbin and Josiah Gray. Uh, tip of the cap. That's right. They're actually hanging in and, and putting together maybe much better seasons than, than anticipated. Disappointed with the Mets, another loss. Carrasco goes against Tyone. The Cubs are 0-7 when 
when Tyone starts, he's a short home favorite. And I go back. I like the over in this Blue Jay game. You're right. Manoa's been terrible. Yeah. One and four with an ERA of five. But with Tampa, and you were again, you concerned about the the bullpen, but the pitching overall. In in May, they're only four games over 500, and they have an ERA of almost five. So things have flipped here in this month for the Rays, and especially the the schedules become more difficult. And now it is uh, Texas. The Rangers are number one in baseball and run differential. They are. They they, they passed the race. Oh, uh, because of the Rays, that twenty to one. Now, that'll do it, right? Yeah. But the Rangers' number one run differential. Hey, good job. You Damn. won two out of three in Pittsburgh. That'll do it. Move on to the next series. Good yeah. job. Keep winning series. Keep winning games. Yeah. Again, to expand on Manoa here, eight and two to the under on his K prop this year. Tampa Bay, one of the best teams because starting pitchers are thirty-one and nineteen to the under their K prop when they face this lineup. And Manoa today is five and a half, but you have to lay a dollar sixty-five on the under if you think he doesn't get to six strikeouts in that game. Some batter versus pitcher numbers as Nola goes against the Braves today. Well, Acuna in forty-six career plate appearances has four home runs. Marcel Ozuna in forty-four plate appearances has three home runs, and Austin Riley has taken him deep three times, and his lifetime batting average is four hundred against Aaron Nola in 48 plate appearances. You have that game going on. Nola always a tricky character to figure out when he takes the mound. And as for mm-hmm. Snell's K-prop again, 7-1 uh, and one to the under last day, like you said, 5.5 is that number today. Under is minus 105. And as Kevin Rogers pointed out a couple of times on his appearance 30 minutes ago, Washington has been the best team to the under, meaning that when they the opposing pitcher with the K prop 31 and 17 to the under on the year and they have struck out the fewest amount of times in all of major league baseball which is like just completely under the radar who's throwing in this giant game now it's supposed to be yeah what giants Webb, i don't see a Webb pitcher. was slated last night now i'm seeing anderson going okay at milwaukee the other one you have to don't you like the over in the yankee game gibson against schmidt it's 9 Here's another one. Wasn't it Schmidt his last time out with the sticky stuff? How many pitchers for the Yankees are going to have sticky stuff? Uh, good point. I mean, come on. What kind of operation are you running there? Now, you can't kill Judge for looking over because the guy admitted he was tipping his pitches with Toronto. But th- this is Herman twice. They didn't kick him out of the game the first time. That's when Baldelli lost his mind. So you got to throw him out of the game. You caught him with substance. That's right. Crap on his... On his hand and stuff. Oh, good. They did it to Schmidt last time. I'll just go wash your hands. We'll call it good. How about you kick him out of the game? By, it's by three the way, or four times now with the Yankees. N- nice job by the Orioles getting into that pen. Good a- win. Eventually to Cortez yesterday as well, but that bullpen yeah. scoring nine runs. You know, if they didn't blow the game, the opening game of the series against the Yankees, 6-5, and their bullpen has been lights out all year long. If their bullpen didn't blow, Judge didn't go deep. That would be five wins in a row, and they'd be looking for back-to-back sweeps at Toronto and at the Yankees. I mean, this team is damn good. Yep, no doubt about it. So uh, you moved, the market went crazy with Ruiz for Rookie of the Year. What do you think on Miller now? Oh, Because Ruiz was like 20 to 1 when we talked about it. Now I see he's down 8, 8 in that range in some spots. Okay, um, so I said this on the air last week when we did the, the pizza bit, the, the pizzeria that we put together, which was a lot of fun. The only guy I had was Bryce Miller at 11 to 1, so I wanted to add Ruiz at 30 but here are some of the numbers on Miller after last night. This is a great tweet from Sarah Langs. 
Five consecutive outings for Miller of six plus innings and five or fewer base runners is one outing shy of tying the longest such streak since at least 1901. And that's held by DeGrom, McClanahan, Kershaw, and Greinke. That's at any point in a career. This is what Bryce Miller has done to start his career. Like every game for the most part has been, I know his last time out, he gave up one right away, settled down, they kept him in the game, and he eventually gave up some more runs, but I think that was to the Braves. Anyway, his first five starts overall, a 1.15 ERA, 0.51 whip, 27 Ks to three walks in 31 plus innings, five quality starts, three scoreless outings. I added more on him today at plus 950. So I have three guys in the American League Rookie of the Year. I have Miller at 11 and plus 950, Ruiz 30, and thanks to a viewer the other day who put me on Josh Jung at 18 to 1. That's it. I'm, I'm settling in. Those All are right. my three guys I'm going to war with. How ugly could this get for Oakland? Lost 16 of 18, 10 and 41. The upcoming schedule, Houston, Atlanta, Miami, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Tampa, Philly, Toronto, Yankees. Second half of the season to start. Minnesota, Boston, Houston, San Francisco, Dodgers, Giants, Texas. You can throw any amount of ugliness at me and I'll buy it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What are these prices going to be? What What about when they're facing Otani later on the year? Yeah. On the road in L.A. What about when they go to Houston and have to face Valdez? Dodgers, right. Dodgers. Wow. Texas. If it's if it's DeGrom. Wow. If it's Valdi. Yankee prices coming up. What an embarrassment. Yeah. Okay, so we have a game four tonight. The Golden Knights are going for the sweep. We'll talk NHL with the great Dennis Bernstein here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on v Welcome back. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5. They get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Great menu and props every night at DraftKings, NHL, NBA playoffs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code v when you sign up. Hopefully he's in studio next week for Florida and Vegas out here for the Stanley Cup Final. It's the great Dennis Bernstein. He joins us now from the fourthperiod.com and Sirius XM NHL as well. Back from Paris. What grade would you give it? Uh, A plus. Wow. If Yeah, if, if you're a married guy out there and you want your life to fall in love with you again, take it to Paris. 100%. It was amazing. The history. You know, we have a lot of history in this country. Just, just the ancient history that's there. Beautiful, great food. And I know Mitch's wife is a is a chef, so Mitch is going to have to take her there at some point. But just a, an amazing thing. Great time of year, 70 degrees. It was a, an incredible time. Just stop talking. Thank God she doesn't listen. Because <laughs> okay. if she, I'd get home today uh, and she'd be like, see, Dennis told you we yeah. got to go at some point. <laughs> yeah, so, it was a great place. All right. Uh, how improbable and unlikely uh, uh, with this Florida. I mean, it's one thing to, to get there yeah. at 65 to 1 after they fell behind 3 1 against Boston. But I mean, what 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 the 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 number that's I can't get away from is six and zero in overtime, but to win eleven of twelve and they've won eight straight by a goal. I mean, what happened? They they didn't play defense like even last year. They had the best record, but they would outscore people. But it's funny. The last couple of seasons, a team that won the President's Trophy the year before have won the Cup. 
So they were a really good team, but Matthew Kachuk, and I know Bobrovsky, him and uh, Bobrovsky would be one or two for the consummate that they do win. But Matthew Kachuk drags his team into the battle, plays 22 minutes a night, three overtime goals. It's been an amazing run, but that's why Bill Zito, the GM, made a trade for any traded a guy who was a 110-point player in Jonathan Uberdo, who I voted for the MVP last year. It's been a great combination of players, and they all found the clutch gene at the same time, Paulie. That's mm-hmm. why they win in the clutch. You saw it last night with 4.2 seconds ago. Kachuk gets the game winner, and now they go on to the cup final. The first hockey jersey I ever bought, Keith Kachuk. Really? With uh, Back then, was it the Phoenix Coyotes? Yep. I loved it. Loved the okay. way the jersey looked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, side note, what do you think happens to that team? Uh, Arizona? Yeah. yeah they're, uh, they need some billionaire to come in and take them out of there. I, they say there's other options in that market, Mitch. I, I don't know where. I, I mean, look, here's the thing. Sarver, who used to own the Suns, really couldn't stand the Coyotes, so they couldn't play downtown. I guess the only other option would be with get with Matt Ishiba, who's the new uh, owner of the uh, Suns, and build a downtown arena for both teams. That's a long way away. I don't know what to do. I, look, they don't want to relocate, relocate to Houston. And I don't know if they can because Tom Fertitta is the only guy I know in Houston could probably afford the team, right? So, And he's just coming out of the, you know, trying to buy the commanders. Uh, they don't uh-huh. want to move the team because then they don't get expansion fees. And they'll get upwards of, what, five, six hundred thousand dollars a million dollars for an expansion team. So why would they do that if, you know, they can, and you see how well expan- expansion works. The last two expansion teams, Seattle, who, you know, gave, you know, gave it all they could in the playoffs, and Vegas was about to go to a second cup final in franchise history. So that's why, but it's a tough situation. I don't know how, they can't be that committed to Arizona without a building in place now. Is Quebec City dead? Well, we put a team yeah. in Houston. What the hell are we doing? How about Quebec City? Well, they don't want to move because it's such a large market in Phoenix. You don't want to go from Phoenix to Quebec City, even though, look, it's nine years away from the next contract negotiation for the TV, right? So that doesn't uh-huh. change. They really don't want to go to Quebec City for a couple of different reasons. It's another Canadian market. I, I don't know what to do. Kansas City could be an option. And that's the one city I would think about, Paulie, is because the Hunts might want a hockey team to put in that arena in Kansas City. That might be a decent option for this team. But staying in Arizona right. without a building in the, in the foresee- near future, I don't really see the, the validity in it. Uh, back to the Panthers. Doing your show yeah. and talking to fans and taking calls and, and, and social media, are you getting a lot of what does the regular season mean and they I don't like the playoff format and mm-hmm. how they set it up? Are you getting a lot of that? Not, not too much because I think hockey fans understand that this could happen. You could get hot. Like I'll give an example. This team is starting to remind me a lot of the 2012 Kings. That was an eight seed that that just got in. And yep. that's the whole thing. Get in and win. There's nothing wrong with that. Like this this round hasn't been great because like, there's been drama in the games, but one series is three nothing. The other one is four nothing. There's not much drama in that. I, I don't think so. I think it says, look, if your team does get in, like you should shoot for the players. That why you that's why you go make acquisitions at the deadline. So I don't think it ruins the sport or thing like that. I think it's a great, I think it's a great story. Remember, Paul, you mentioned the 65 to one. I'll go back to April 11th when the Pittsburgh Penguins were playing at home against the Chicago Blackhawks. There you go. Pittsburgh beats that, wins that game. Florida's out. That's how improbable a story this is. So I think it's a great story and. None of the media is going to be complaining about having a Stanley Cup final in South Florida. At least I won't. Okay. Well, no, I mean, if yeah. you're going to go back and forth between South well, Florida and Las Vegas, I mean, I that's, know, that's a, quite the one-two combination, Dennis. Yeah, it's better than Raleigh and Edmonton for sure. <laughs> yes. so, well, well, you got a double tree in Edmonton. You go to Marriott this time. Come on. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got no, the GW mall. GW married in Edmonton. <laughs> I, 
I upgraded for sure. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of the Ben suspension? And how about what he said yesterday? Yeah. Look, it's a really bad look for a guy who's a captain. And there's some calls for maybe taking away his captaincy because after the game, he wouldn't talk to the media. Right. His other teammates did. And he cost him the game. He cost him the, I mean, maybe not the series because this is the better team. But you got to be accountable. It was a dumb play. It was a selfish play. And two minutes into a game, you had to win. You got to control yourself. I was shocked because Jamie Ben's a pretty good leader. But the, the room's got to be disappointed. The organization's got to be disappointed. And I don't see any way. I know I'm looking at the prices here. Like, minus 115? No way. Like, they, they, they're just going to be so disheartened. I think this is an easy win for Vegas tonight. And oh. Should be a great matchup. Really? No problem? Yeah. No problem. They're just dead. They're just, okay. they're just not good enough. Like, they don't make big plays. You're talking about this is the opposite of the Panthers and Matthew Kachuk. They don't make big plays in big spots. They're down 3 nothing. They don't have their captain. Are they going to empty the tank? I don't know. I don't think so. They're just not the better team. And the goaltender's awful. So what, where's the path to victory for Dallas? I, I really love Vegas tonight. And, you know, we could that could move up the Stanley Cup final. It's supposed to start at the first week of June. But with both teams sweeping, you could see it starting after, after Memorial Day next week. What happened to Ottinger? Guy, guys yanked, what, seven minutes into game three? It's not the first time. Mitch, like he's been bad throughout the playoffs. He wasn't great against you. Yeah. He, he just, he has, he gets hot. He gets cold. Yes. And last, the last game. And that's what you have with gold. You have the, the hot and cold goaltender in Ottinger. You have Bobrovsky, who's been the model of consistency. And that's why he's the mm-hmm. favorite, if not the co-favorite for the Conn Smythe. So Ottinger, it's not shocking, but the team in front of him hasn't played well either. They haven't really given him a lot of run support. Vegas has stifled and suffocated him and frustrated him. I think that's part of the reason you saw that Benz expression. I just did. Dallas is really super frustrated. I don't see that going away tonight. Uh, how about, is there a path for Aiden Hill, Con Smythe? No, because Jack Heichel's the big name, and he's okay. playing great. So I, I don't think so. Um, I, I guess if he had a great, if he had three shots in the final, yeah. But Jack's playing so well, and Mark Stone is playing as well. Those two guys have been carrying it. But I can, I can name five guys who've carried this team. And that's why Vegas is in a position, one win away tonight, to go into the cup final for the second time in six years. It's really been by committee. They've had a lot of guys step up. Marsh or so, and Carlson have stepped up. Raleigh Smith following starting started scoring in the second round. It's been a great story, but I, I, I think that the favorite, if I was betting, would be Jack Eichel for the Consmite. Okay. All right, well, you're right about that when you look at the odds, but uh, uh, great job by Cassidy. But kind of same question, because yeah. you're in the Los Angeles with all the Kings fans, but when, you, when you're on radio and the same thing, Sirius, what, what, what do fans feel about Vegas making the finals twice in six years of existence? I think they liked it less in the first year. I think now they're accustomed to this is an organization that's really well run. And remember, they missed the playoffs last year, Paulie. And there's all this criticism about maybe this is it for McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon and guys don't want to be there and they don't t- treat their players right. You don't hear that anymore, right? Then one went away from a cup final. Yeah, is there some jealousy with respect to other teams around the league? Yeah, but it was done right. And uh, these were cast-offs. These were trades that they made. And then, yes, it's an attractive destination. So Jack Eichel would love, love to come mm-hmm. there. Mark Stone is happy to sign an extension there. So it, I don't think there's any jealousy. I think it's just an organization that takes a lot of risks, and it's paid off a lot. Four conference finals in six years. I mentioned on the cusp of the second cup appearance. It's a really great story in Vegas, and they deserve to be here because they have played so well as a team. Um, they've really shocked me because I think that the age and maybe a little bit of injury factor would have stopped this team. Nothing's stopping this team right now. Paul. Who, who would you like then? And we have like 90 seconds here. Who would you like yeah. if it is the Knights and the Panthers? I know, I have to go with the Knights. I think home ice advantage. I just love the way they smother Dallas. I think their defense um, is big and physical. 
But it's going to be a close series, although I thought that these two series would be close, Mitch, and they're not. But, yeah, I would have to give the edge to the Golden Knights. I just love the way they're playing home ice and just their defense, the way they've been able to stifle teams offensively. I, I like them going into the, uh, the cup final and being a little something that's going to be Vegas and the Panthers. But I, I, I would give a slight edge to the Panthers, uh, to the uh, Vegas Golden, to the Golden Knights. Yeah. Okay. The guy's everywhere. Just got back from Paris. He's up with us at 530 in the morning in Los Angeles. He's going to be here in Las Vegas. If it, they are hosting the cup next week, he might be in studio at that point. You can follow him on Twitter at Dennis TFP. Read him at the fourth period.com as well. Man, it's great to talk to you again. Thanks so much for the time today. The only show I'll get at 534, Mitch. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Yep. See you, Foley. Great job, I would buddy. ask you this. Does tonight's game remind you of Game 4 Heat Celtics? That was so bad last... Get, yeah, the best suspension. Fa- fans throwing stuff <clears throat> on the ice, right. I mean, Vegas had six shots on goal in the last 53 minutes, and they outscored them. Right. Think about that. I mean, <laughs> We will tell you how we are approaching today's betting card with in-pocket plays coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. It's been a hell of a run. Florida played eight straight unders, and that comes to an end. That was a loser under five and a half. So no good. The new one, Celtics Heat tonight, largest lead under. 18 and a half points. Would not be surprised if Miami wins the game. And I'm with you that this point spread's carried away. And uh, the dog has uh, got the money in every single game. Next Wednesday, Mourinho loves to defend Sevilla-Roma. Europa League final under two. 
and leads to be relegated minus 190. It all comes down to Sunday. They need a win and a lot of help, and that's all like minus 2,000 to get relegated. And uh, conference to win the Stanley Cup, the East, though. Now it's the Florida Panthers. How about that bet, which you made a long time ago? We thought it was Boston, maybe worst case, Toronto or Carolina. The Panthers became the third team in history to eliminate three of the top four teams in the same postseason, joining the 69 Canadians and 1980 Islanders. My God. So now it's Florida for all the marbles. And you're going to be laying a buck 55 no, against that? the Knights. How about that? Yeah. Well, this team will take game one, I'm sure. Probably. In overtime. Probably. Right? Yes. Okay, so nothing from last night, but I'm going to do a parlay today. How do you like those marbles? Um, Mariners to finish off the sweep against the A's. Actually, did I screw up the cliche? Is it? Yeah, how do you like those apples? Marbles? Okay. Uh, and Celtics money line parlay minus 115. Like you, Paulie, I am very uncomfortable thinking about laying eight and a half points with the Celtics. I can't do that. But I do think they win the game. I think they force a game six back in Miami. And I did bet, this was not in pocket yesterday, but after the show, I did bet the Mariners last night to win the game against the A's on a parlay that was about a minus 125 in that neighborhood. And the Celtics tonight. So I'm going to do it one more time today with this game. Gilbert goes against Sears. Uh, and if this one loses, but the Celtics win, it'll be a break-even point for me. So that's the way I'm looking at it. But I just, this A's team, they're so historically bad. I got to keep finding ways to bet against them. And two golf bets that I'm on this week, Charles Schwab, Kurt Kitayama, top 30, plus 130, one of my bets there. And a matchup on the Live Tour, Cameron Smith, was a buck ten yesterday against Brooks Kepka. <laughs> he was there again last night. I mean, he's had a four-day bender. I've had people reach out to me and say that uh, fading Kepka in matchups is one of their biggest, like, positional matchups they've done. Sure, this week makes sense, right? Block tees off in a couple hours. Looking forward to that. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Nigel on tomorrow. Soccer and tennis. Sunday, the final day of the Premier League. Where does the time go? Right? Saturday's great. From Wembley, Luton Town. For all the marbles. Well, you know for all the, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know what's crazy about the soccer season is that when it's finally over with, I mean, it feels like the summer, as you get older, just blazes through. Oh, it stinks. I love soccer, and it's going to be over. Yeah, but the thing, it starts they, already like, right. it's well, right away in August Premier again. Premier League comes right back, right. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to put you in charge. What would you do? We have an eight seed in the finals in the hockey playoffs, and we had a seven seed and an eight seed make the conference finals in the NBA. I can't stand the format in the NHL. I mean, the regular season should mean something. Now, um... This is what too many good teams being eliminated in the first round because of the stupid divisional playoff setup. It allows weaker teams to advance deeper because they play in a vet, bad division. That's one thought. How about the one seed gets every game at home in the first round? Would you do that? I would not go that far. How about uh, I mean, it, it, it's six, a, six home games? Six? Six of the seven. No. I, don't. I want to put a big emphasis on the regular season. Especially in the NBA. What what happened this year for the NBA could be a disaster. 
because with load management's out of control. No, now you see, could see an eight seed make the finals, and the Lakers were a seven. Two teams from the play-in made the conference finals. This could just make load management worse, I which see. I know about what they changed with the awards. Uh, you got to play 65 now, but... No, I think the NBA is fine, because for, I mean, pretty much our entire lifetime, Paulie, until recent years, the NBA, before the season started, you can pinpoint two, three, maybe four teams that could win the title. And almost every single year that came to fruition. I agreed with Charles Barkley when Kobe Bryant was still playing, when he would say it every single year, look, it's either the Lakers, the Spurs, or at the time, I think it might've been LeBron's Cavaliers teams or the Heat, whatever. But he would say that every single year and it was the opening night of the TNT broadcast and he would basically say, I know my bosses are going to hate me for saying this, but... Why even play the regular season? Only three teams can win. And it was he was exactly spot on. And there was never parity. The NBA for many years is what or was what college uh, football has turned into, where there is no parity. And you're not going to get uh, one of these long shots. Look at what happened to TCU last year in the title game. They made it, and then it's just a complete disaster when they got there. So I'm okay with the NBA. I think I think they need to go back and tinker with the NHL, though. B- because of the divisional lineup and how they... Attack it with the playoffs like that. Poor Bettman. Miami and Las Vegas. And then you, Dennis is right. Better than Raleigh uh, but for, for travel. But it's... And now now a team could leave Phoenix and go to Houston? Or maybe can't... Yeah. See, I, I look at it with... I mean, again, the Heat were going for the sweep the other night. Yeah. As high as 60 to 1. And if they swept Boston again, that would have meant... One loss combined to the Celtics and to the Bucks. Like I, I'm sorry, but I put a lot of the blame on on the Bucks. Oh yeah, you blew big they, leads in two games. It was pathetic what happened to that team. Yeah, because you blew them out in game two with no Giannis. Right. So you lose game three, but then you're up. Uh, what were they up? Fifteen or twelve points with five minutes left. They lost were up, that game. Then they went home. They were up nineteen in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were lost up, that game. Not not just double digits, but big time double digits late in both those games, and they blew both of them. You, that's embarrassing. For a one seed to do that? What if the Celtics get blown out tonight? At home? Uh, yeah. They're 10 and 11 in the last two years straight up. This is what they do. I, uh, you cannot bring Missoula back. Here's what I'm I, dying on that hill. You yeah. can't do it. Here's what I would be very afraid of if, um, if you're betting the Celtics tonight. And again, this team, and maybe Missoula, but the players for sure in the second half the other night... They came out, and typically that's a spot where you're not going to trust them. They're down by nine, and they rallied, and they look good. Uh, with the adjustments that uh, Spolstra is capable of making, usually, and we saw this in game one, that team looked buried in game one, and they hit Boston with a 46 to, what, 25 third quarter? Yeah. I would be very afraid of that. But on the flip side, I'm also concerned about the health, the overall health status here with guys like sure. Vincent and Lowry for the Heat. That's big. So if they lose, I fire Missoula and I hire Doc Rivers. I bring Doc back. That's what I can do, right? I mean, Nick Nurse is out there. Wait, who, who, who. How does Nick Nurse not have a job right now? How I does, know. How does Monty Williams not have a job already? Is he waiting around? Boonhoser just won a title. Doesn't make adjustments, but it's, eh. it's wild who's available and who's out there. I would be very careful with Boonhoser and Doc Rivers. Oh, both those guys. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that Nick, one. I, I can't, to me... The the Bucks not already having like a deal in place with Nick Nurse as Monty Williams or is a huge mistake. I think those are the two guys they but they have to get one of those guys. 
I want to say one thing. You're probably going to get mad. But I just the people, and we've seen record ratings and how the Joker and LeBron doing this at 38, the talent in the NBA is off the charts. The league is so good. I watched the last dance again. It was on last night on ESPN. These playoffs, the Jordan Bulls are playing the Jazz. They're playing games in the finals in the 70s. The Jazz scored 54 points in Game 3 one year. I, I'm not mad. That's I mean, the league, absolutely, the, yeah. The, the league was, and you took the short bus to school if you're going to talk about great defense. That is, they're playing in the 70s. These scores, they're playing in the low 80s every single game. The league is so good to where it's at. It's only, well, I don't want to see scoring now. What, what are you talking about? Yeah. The pace and space and the threes and the the athletic ability and to see freaks like like Joker and how the, what we're watching on a nightly basis and the and and everyone's in range. I mean, Lillard, where they should, the, the the degree of difficulty, like Game One of the Lakers Nuggets, the shots that they're making. Yeah, I would say Murray, Murray goes from 50, 40, and ninety and doesn't even win the MVP. I mean, the overall talent is it's not sick. even close to where it was. Sick. I mean, if you go back. It was early 2000s when the team eventually lost in the Olympics. I was rooting against them because I hated the state of the NBA. Yeah. Like something has to change. It's no one so could bad. shoot. Yeah. But also, I think I think teams take too many threes. I think too I many players that, have fallen for the Steph. Everybody thinks yeah. they're Steph Curry. And by the way, the they call too many whistles. They never let them play, and they go to way too many replays. And it takes too long. That's that's. They true. need to clean the product up a little bit overall. Everything combined. Well, it's uh, flipped. I mean, you, you, Derek, Mike Palm in studio. You're going to find out everything you need to know about Circus Survivor and Millions next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.